Welcome to Side Hustle Stories. My name is Anissa Teich. And this is Kaz McDougall. And we're here talking to side hustlers, as the name says. We're super excited to hear about side hustles that are coming to fruition here in Connecticut, uh, especially right now we're recording and starting this podcast during an unprecedented time, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, but there are amazing people that are doing and building amazing businesses, and we're excited to tell their stories. All right, so today we have Suzanne going to tell us a little bit more about our business. So how'd you get started with your company? Um, I am a garden designer and I have a business called um, Gardens by Design and I am a certified master gardener. Uh, I became certified about 14, 15 years ago. I've always had a passion for gardening um, all my life. Started gardening about 20 years ago when I bought my first house in West Hartford. Um, So I just kept expanding my garden. So my gardens were my first test area before I ever moved on to any clients. Um, I've just always really been interested in the design aspect as well. Um, So once I became a certified master gardener, I started doing consultations with clients. I would go and diagnose problems in their garden. look at their soil, you know, tell them why things were dying or not doing well. And I really love that aspect of gardening as well. Um, But I really wanted to um, make gardens more beautiful. I want to educate people on really um, good practices of gardening, meaning no herbicides or pesticides. I'm 100% organic. So I really help to educate people as well about that, um, what they can plant that's really beneficial to our ecosystem and our environment. Um, pollinator plants that if you don't have pollinators then we don't have food Um, so it's great to have a beautiful garden which I love flowers but I also want to make it a sustainable garden as well so I do garden consultations I do garden design I shop with my clients I do garden coaching where I work one-on-one with a client and I show them maybe how to prune how to divide a plant Um, I go through and identify all the plants that they have in their garden if they don't know what it is or how to take care of it. So those are the different aspects to my business. That sounds like a fantastic business. (laughs) What's the process in in getting certified? So getting certified as a certified master gardener is through UConn. um, And it's a little different now with COVID, I know, but fortunately I was um, doing it pre-COVID. So we would meet once a week and every week they have different experts coming in, usually um, PhD um, experts from UConn and they teach you about soil science they teach you how to take care of small fruited trees things that you might not think you ever need to know but I learned how to, about turf um, entomology we learned about insects you know good insects bad insects and it all a very little design actually the design really I didn't learn much about that as a master gardener but um, I thought as a gardener, I knew a lot until I became a certified master gardener. I realized how little actually I did know. (laughs) So I really found that I have a passion to really help to diagnose problems and to help people figure out what's going on in the garden. Um, And it's not always so simple. You have to go down below the surface sometimes, look at the soil. Um, A lot of it has to do with viruses and bacteria. So that's just an aspect, I guess the science aspect that I didn't think I would enjoy so much. So I really kind of love putting those two pieces together, the design and then the diagnostic part. 
Yeah, I guess I never thought about like the framework that goes behind it. You usually you'll right. see the garden together. It all looks great. You would think, you know, they have their aesthetically, they've got their plan. They go lay it out. I never right. thought about the background. Yeah, exactly. It. And I always tell people the soil is really your foundation. You know, just like with a house, you have to have a stable foundation. And right. in the garden, you have to have good soil quality. And you have to know how to take care of it. Um, otherwise, your plants won't do well. So, yeah, that's definitely a part of it. And I really like to educate people about that because most people, right, like you said, they're not necessarily aware of what goes on behind it. What are some of the ways that you generate clientele now? Is there a, Well, a it's all word of mouth, actually. Oh, really? um, yeah, I haven't mm. marketed myself at all, which is great. Um, I do have an Instagram page, um, but which is a very small following. It's just Gardens by Design CT, and I have a Facebook page, Suzanne's Garden Tips. Um, and I do post pictures of clients' gardens, um, but mostly it's word of mouth. We have a local page called Neighbors and Friends in West Hartford, and people refer me, so it's all been referrals. Um, I wasn't sure with COVID last year what it would be like, but I fall under the umbrella of landscapers, so I was still considered an essential an worker. Essential worker yeah. So I was able to work, and a lot of people obviously were staying home, and a lot of people were looking at home projects. So I was very busy last year, and I'm even more busy this year. I started doing consultations in March, and I, I don't normally do them that early, but I said to people, as long as there's no snow on the ground, I can come and assess your area because garden consultation entails me coming to a person's property for about an hour looking at everything and then I write a report um, you know what they need to do and plants appropriate to their site so I've started a lot earlier this year but mm -hmm. um, really it's it's I'm very very busy and I think part of it is still you know due to COVID people still being home um, you yes. know being able to you know wanting to do more projects in the garden so I could definitely see that with you being home now people will kind of notice things that they might have otherwise it's such a busy That's busy right. world you've got time to slow down and <laughs> yeah. actually appreciate what's there right when they're working from home right? they're, not, <laughs> they're seeing these things that maybe you're right maybe they got home in the evening previously but now they're home all the time yeah. and they see oh this doesn't look so great or maybe they're spending more time outside there's that too and they want to enhance an area that they maybe didn't think about yeah very nice for your um for your clients do you lay out a plan as in like what they would need to purchase is there a process that you like actually getting it for them and or how how does that usually work for them to so i don't drop implement? a design plan um okay. i'm not really that's not really my forte i i think i'd have to be more of a landscape architect or mm -hmm. a landscape designer and I, gotcha. I really call myself a garden designer okay um so yes i offer so the services i offer are shopping with a client i prefer to go with the client um a lot of people get very overwhelmed in a garden center so i really <laughs> like to kind of show them yeah. you know and um and take them around and then the design aspect is me placing the plants in the garden and I install as well but I'm very a la carte services sometimes okay. people just want me to shop with them and place the plants and they want to do the installation and I I show them how I make sure they know how to properly dig a hole and remove the plant and position it properly and you know cover it up with soil so there's no air pockets because it's it's it, it's something you need to know how to do and you don't just naturally know how to do it. Yeah. I kind of take it for granted because I've been doing it you a got while. The process down, yeah. yeah, but it's important to know how, how um, deep a hole should be, how big a hole should be for a shrub or a tree or a perennial. Um, and, you know, a lot of people don't think about how much sun a plant needs and they put it right. in the wrong place. So, you know, we go over all that. We look at the tree canopy because right now I could be at a garden and or someone's garden and it's very sunny but i say to them well you have two oak trees that haven't leafed out yet so it's going to be pretty shady um so we have to you know i buy appropriate to the site what's appropriate to the area 
So nice. um, I do like taking them shopping because I think then m- my goal is also to, once I leave, that they can then take care of it themselves. They yes. can feel confident going back to a garden center, maybe not feeling so overwhelmed or knowing how to ask the right questions. I could definitely see how that would be overwhelming. There's just mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, for yeah, sure. so much. Absolutely. How has it been... Um, do you ever have any issues with the clientele in terms of what to pick out or like do you do follow-ups with them once you've done your consultation they've implemented do they have any issues after that point so within the um, report that i send them i kind of have a shopping list that i include with pictures of plants and i give a number in case they want to just go off on their own so um and I do follow up. So if I if I do the installation, I also offer something called maintenance and care. Okay. And I probably have about fifteen or so, cl- maybe more clients that take me up on that. And sometimes I just go um, once a month, depending on how the size of the garden. Um, my clients that have more established gardens that I've put in, I go every other week, and I prune it. I take care of it. I make sure it's looking as good as I want it to look. And I do that from now until November, kind of I put the garden to bed, so to speak, um, in the fall. And then sometimes I just go a few times a year and kind of freshen it up or someone wants me to do a garden coaching job where I show them what needs to be done. So I offer all sorts of services depending on, you know, their needs and desires. I could definitely see that being um, like an interesting video to watch, even if there was like a, a YouTube aspect. Just it sounds like you have like a vast knowledge on the process. So even something like that would be definitely interesting, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I need to start doing more videos. (laughs) I just learned today that, um, yeah, I think I I myself love watching videos where the gardener, they're in their own garden and they're kind of just showcasing an area. Um, And even I find that I've posted on my Facebook page, Suzanne's Garden Tips, I'll just post some videos of how to prune a perennial and it's kind of a common perennial and most people don't like one that I did last year um, they don't realize they can cut it back and new flowers will start to grow again mm, okay. and so I kind of do those informational videos just showing okay this is the time of year to cut this back and in a month you're going to get all new growth exactly. and yeah um, and I myself find that really helpful when I you know look at other people's videos definitely. and get some ideas I definitely can see that yeah so what would you say is like maybe the top three to five tips when it comes to gardening well definitely um know how much sun you have Mm -hmm. for sure because people i ask clients all the time i say well we'll be standing and i always say okay which i always have to figure it out for myself like Mm -hmm. which direction are we facing um and we need to know that that's the number one thing how much if you're facing south and you don't have trees around you get a ton of sun so you don't want to be putting in shade plants like hostas and rhododendrons and azaleas those are going to burn um, so we need to know that, how much sun you have. Look at your soil. If it's clay and really compacted, we need to amend the soil. And I would say read a garden label. When you go to buy a plant, look at that label. Look and see how big does it get. It's going to be tiny maybe in the pot for a shrub. It might be one feet foot tall. But it might say on the label it's going to get 12 to 15 feet tall. And that is a common mistake that people make. They put in things that they think look good in the garden center. Yeah. But they've never read the label. So a lot of my work is taking out overgrown shrubs <laughs> and putting in plants that are appropriate to the size. So I would say know how much sun you have, your soil quality, and make sure the plant 
is the appropriate size for your space. Great tips to have. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely learned a lot during our time. Well, thank you. I definitely you. will be checking out the Instagram and the Facebook page as well. Great. I definitely thanks. want to thank you for stopping in and having this conversation with me. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. All right. Thank you. Side Hustle Stories is produced by Paradox Vision and the Small Business Collective, recorded at the Content Lab at West Hartford Coworking. To listen to more episodes, please visit paradoxvision.com slash podcasts.